welcome aboard Just Jets with your captain, Matt O'Leary. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to episode number 84 of Just Jets. What's going on? I am Matt O'Leary. Going to be hanging out with you, talking some New York Jets football. We have to get into the game against the Patriots and Zach Wilson's down performance. We'll talk about Denver a little bit and get into what you could expect and your voicemails. But before all that, we know we got to talk about Manscaped. The GOAT! Do you like playing with balls? No, I'm not talking about footballs. Come on, I mean your balls. Our friends at Manscaped, the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming, want you to shave your pubes with the Tom Brady of ball trimmers. The brand new Lawnmower 4.0 is the only greatest of all time technology for the greatest balls of all time. You get what I'm saying here? When you're going towards the end zone, make sure you use the right tools for the job and choose Manscaped. Two million men worldwide trust them, so join the movement with our exclusive offer by using promo code JETS20, that is J-E-T-S-20, at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. Get yourself something nice. So, in episode 84, again, a lot to get into here. Um, To start things off, we'll do the recap of the last week. Uh, I, I broke down the game. On Sunday, also had the video about the uh, wide receiver usage yesterday, and I'll kind of you know recap a little bit of everything. But first and foremost, I mentioned it a couple times already, but my favorite part of the day was hanging out in parking lot pregame, as you could tell by this wonderful sunburn. Uh, we were out there for a while. It was, it was a whole lot of fun hanging out, talking, met a lot of cool people. That was epic going into the stadium. Just the energy of MetLife for the introductions was awesome. Zach Wilson got a huge ovation, rightfully so. And the crowd was pumped and into it. Unfortunately, the Jets' effort wasn't the same. And not for the whole team, really. It really comes down to, I think, the the quarterback play. Because they did improve in a lot of areas. So I guess I'll do improvements first. Offensive line in the first half significantly better, which is ironic because Zach Wilson played better in the second half, but the offensive line was worse in the second half than it was in the first half. So that's just bizarre. The run game was significantly, significantly better. Carter and uh, Ty Johnson looked like a legitimate one-two punch, which everyone was anticipating when looking at these two guys. So I'm all about that. Uh, I would love to continue to see those two get the majority of the reps with Tevin Coleman as the third back behind those two. And the defense really held their own. They're, they're, they're playing good defense, all things considered. I know they gave up 25 points, but when you turn the ball over four times, the fact that they were in the game for as long as they were, you have to give credit to the defense. It was very much so bend but not break. And the Jets secondary, they've fit the bill, man. They've come to play. I'm proud of guys like Bryce Hall. He's been phenomenal early on in the season. Michael Carter II, Javelin Guidry. I think they've been playing, again, they've been playing really good football. They're keeping this team in the game. Like in week one, in week two, with how poor they were on offense in the first half, more often than not, you shouldn't be in games like that. When you turn the ball over three times in the first half, it should be over, but it wasn't. The Jets were in the game until late and sure it got out of hand and at times the defense got tired and let up a couple of big runs but when you're on the field as much think about it the entire first quarter the Jets defense was on the field except for four plays because Wilson turned the ball over on his first and second throw of the game so they went run pass interception 
and then second possession, run, pass, which was also an interception. So it was all on the defense. And you know what? I think they did a good job. And I understand the narrative right now is oh, Mac Jones is the best quarterback from the draft class. And that's fine and dandy. I, I understand that. Um, his numbers look the best. He was put in the best situation, with the best coach, with the best team around him. And they're not really asking him to do a whole lot. It was a lot of check downs. And I think if Wilson doesn't throw the four picks, like he got bailed out a couple of times. There should have been a, a sure fumble. And then another time, it looked like he was going to fumble again. It went to his teammate, and then they ran for some yardage. Like, he got lucked, lucked out a couple of times. Uh, he made a nice throw on the sideline, too. I forget who. But um, it's not like the Patriots' offense was dominant. They weren't. They didn't really do – they didn't do too much. Um, and my last part on, on the – I guess we'll do one more positive – Overall, is C.J. Mosley, man. Whew. Guy's coming to play. I love it. Brings energy, going sideline to sideline. I think he had 10 tackles in the game. C.J. Mosley being as good right now is a huge sign for this defense. He's been really, really, really good. And uh, helped mitigate uh, some of those issues that you have at the linebacker position because they don't have a ton of depth there. But they're playing really well. So that I'm excited about. But the bad, Zach Wilson, just not good. There's no sugarcoating it. He had four picks. Maybe one of the Corey Davis ones should have been caught. Fine. But there's just a lot of bad decisions there. And you know what? It happens. It sucks. These games are terrible because you lose. The Jets pretty much lost in large part due to Zach Wilson. He was the main reason why they lost. Not the only reason, but the main reason why they lost. That's what happens with with rookie quarterbacks. And if you look around the league... Young quarterbacks in general this week struggled. Trevor Lawrence did not have a good game. He threw for 118 yards, two picks. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is a bust. I don't think they made. Him, I don't think Jacksonville made a mistake taking him number one overall. I don't. Joe Burrow, three interceptions this past week. Do I think the the Cincinnati Bengals made a mistake with Joe Burrow? Do I think he's a bum quarterback? Also, no. Justin Fields got some action finally for the Bears as Andy Dalton went down. He threw one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen. He went 5-12. Do I think he's a bust? No, I don't. Because Zach Wilson had a four-pick game, do I think it's over? No. The amount of overreaction from this one game is a bit much. And it's frustrating. Especially when you're sitting there, the the stupidity that is said in the stands. I I don't know how people go to Jet games on a consistent basis. That's a once a year thing for me. I can't do that eight, nine times if you count the preseason times a year. God almighty, what a miserable experience of actually being in the stadium, watching slop, hearing slop from most people. Luckily, I, I was sitting next to Green Bean. Me and my girlfriend sat next to Green Bean for the game, and that was amazing to hang and talk New York Jets football with him. But just the idiotic things that fans come up with is just bizarre. Uh, Very, very bizarre. Uh, And then the drive home. Four hours to get back to Long Island. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, So Wilson, not a good performance. And LaFleur was a little bit better. Um, Was really not good in the red zone. My biggest thing was running the ball three times inside the 10-yard line. I know you're trying to, quote-unquote, protect your young quarterback, but 
you're you're going so conservative that you end up settling for a field goal and then you put yourself in a worse spot later because the defense could pin their ears back and go after them because they know you have to pass because now you're down even more once they go down the field and score again because you kicked the field goal because you weren't aggressive enough. Play calling was not good. Um, and that also doesn't mean that I'm giving up on the floor. Like, has he been good through two games? No. But there's going to be ups and downs with this young team. I'm not completely out on this team. Not yet. I don't think it's going to be another 2-14 and 14 season. I really don't. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe in, what, 17 weeks from now, we're talking about how the Jets went 2-15. and 15. It was an unmitigated disaster. I don't buy that. I thought they looked a lot better in a lot of ways this past week. Their rookie quarterback played like a rookie in week two against a coach who is historically one of the best coaches in the league against young quarterbacks. It was a tough ask. And you know what? If they didn't turn the ball over four times, which is a big if, maybe they win that game. But when you're young, you're the youngest team in the NFL, you have a rookie head coach, a rookie play caller, a rookie quarterback, you're going to have games like this. It was ugly. Put it in the rear view, move on. On to Denver, which that's not an easy task. Like, I'm not going to sit here and try to BS you and tell you why I think the Jets are going to win this game against the Denver Broncos. They played a really, really good football in the first two weeks. They've allowed 13 points in each of their first two games. And last week, they held Trevor Lawrence to 118 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Defense is playing really, really good. It's going to be a, it's going to be a very tough matchup, especially on the road, because we know this Jets team forever. For as long as I've been watching, they are not good traveling west of the Mississippi River. They're not. They can't do it. Anytime they would go out to Denver, it was always sketchy. Go out to Seattle, always sketchy. Go out to Oakland, even on the terrible, terrible Oakland teams. You still, it was still up in the air whether they were going to win or not. Hell, in 2015, the, the last time the Jets were actually any good out in Oakland, the game they probably should have won, lost. It happens. But the Jets don't always travel well to the West Coast. And you have to tip your cap to Teddy Bridgewater, who, man, he, he's playing really good football. He is. You, you can't discredit him. I know Carolina moved on in favor of Sam Darnold. And Sam's been better, which, I mean, I, 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 couldn't, I didn't think he was going to replicate his last season. I think he's a better player than that. That doesn't change the narrative. And I don't want to get back into that whole debate of whether they should have kept Sam or not. That's not what this is about. He's playing better football right now. And they decided to move on from Teddy Bridgewater, which is fine. I get it. But Bridgewater won the job in Denver over Drew Locke. And I questioned it. I thought, why not really just see for sure what you have in Drew Locke? I don't think Teddy's going to give you that much more. But he has significantly more. And sure, he's not going to get the ball down the field like Drew Locke can, but he's not going to make dumb decisions. He's not going to throw a million interceptions. He's going to play steady quarterback play. And right now, they're playing really, really good football. So Denver is going to be a very, very, very difficult game for the New York Jets this week. Uh, it's again, asking a young team like this to go on the road to win a game like that. It's a tough ask. And then you got to come home and play Tennessee. That's why I was saying early, early on how important these games, the first two games were. So maybe they don't hit that seven wins that I thought they would hit. Maybe they hit five now, but.
but there's still ways that a five win season could be successful with a rookie quarterback, a rookie play caller and a rookie head coach. So uh, just relax. I know most level-headed jet fans are okay, but to the irrational, calm it down. It's going to be okay. Before we get into the voicemails, a word from my bookie. Winning season has started off hot, but my bookie's continuing to crank up the heat with a $50,000 survivor contest. Whether you're the whether you're a new or existing customer, if you made a deposit with my bookie, you'll earn an entry into the 50k survivor contest absolutely free. To play, all you have to do is pick one winner a week to keep your streak alive and have a shot at the grand prize. Start off strong with Ravens pick against the Lions, who haven't beaten Baltimore since Lamar Jackson was in second grade. Or maybe ride a hungry Steelers squad looking to get back to their historical dominance over the Bengals. Either way, it's simple to play and win, even if you don't have a ton of betting experience, which is why I always choose my bookie for NFL contests. Head to mybookie.ag now and get in the competition and use my promo code JETS10 to receive double your first deposit and get instant access to the 50K Survivor Tool. Again, promo code JETS10 to instantly double your first deposit. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Let's get to the voicemails. Will from Dallas is up first. We're going to get into the Wilson performance. Hey, Matt. This is Will calling from Dallas. Um just disregard the first voicemail. I didn't get everything I wanted to say out. Um, but obviously, Zach Wilson didn't have a great game. I'm not going to sit here and try and make excuses, but looking at the numbers, especially the stat they showed during the game with uh, Bill Belichick, I think the quarterbacks are 21 and 41, touchdown interception ratio against them, QBR around 50. Like, um, it's giving me flashbacks to the, the Sam Cian Ghost game. Yep. Obviously, Belichick's great at making rookie quarterbacks not look very good. So I'm not going to sit here and try and make excuses for him. But I want your take on, and I'm sure I'm the millionth person to ask, but um, I just wanted your take on that. I want your take on the Jets fans already asking to bring back Sam Darnold on on Twitter. Um, But the one positive I did get from the game is Michael Carter looked legit this game. Um, I think he needs more touches. Personally, I agree. but yeah, I just wanted to take on both of those and uh, go Jets. Yeah, playing Bill Belichick and thank you so much for the call, Will is is not an easy task for young quarterback. It's, it's not. Sure, Geno beat him in 2013. Mark Sanchez beat him in 2009. There's a reason why he's the best coach in NFL history. It might pain you to say that as a Jets fan, but it's the truth. He's a really, really good coach. He makes it very difficult for young quarterbacks. It's one game. In a 17-game season, in an NFL career, there were games in Sam's first and second year where he really, really struggled. But then he played better at other points throughout the year. The four-pick game happened in Sam's second year. This was Wilson's second game. I'd rather it happen early and get it out of the way now and hopefully have him grow from it. I don't want him to go into Denver playing scared. New week. Clean slate. Go after it and play your game, man. It was a bad, bad, bad week. There may be other bad, bad weeks in his rookie year. Again, he's a rookie quarterback. Look at what happened with Justin Herbert, who I think everyone thinks is a phenomenal quarterback. As a rookie last year, put up terrible numbers against New England. And that New England team was worse last year. 
And it's not a knock on Herbert. Again, it's just praising Bill. He's doing his job. This, that's, this is what he's good at. And for the whole Sam Darnold debate, again, it's two games. It's two games. Do you think it would be any different? Do you think the Jets are not 0-2 if they had Sam Darnold in instead of Zach Wilson? I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing it again. I just can't do it. Oh, boy. Nick in D.C. is up next. Let's look ahead to Denver. Hey, Matt. It's Nick from D.C. I just have one question. What have the Jets shown you that says that they won't get blown out next week against Denver? Because Denver's defense is really stout. I mean, what what have they shown that they won't lose by 30? That's it. Go Jets. Um, Denver is a tough opponent. Not going to sugarcoat it. They are a really, really good football team. Um, but the Jets defense has played better than anticipated. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they get to 30 points. They might score 25. They might score 27, which is, I think that's what they did these past couple of weeks, right around 27, 28 points. Denver is a really, really good football team right now. They're playing really good football and going in on the road. It's a, a very tough ask, but they didn't lose by 30 when their rookie quarterback threw four picks. So I, I don't think it's going to get worse for him next week. So I guess that's my positive spin or outlook on it. Again, I don't know if I could sit here and tell you I think the Jets are going to win the game. Uh, but I can sit here and say that I don't think they're going to lose by 30. Max, New Jersey, wants to talk Wilson. Hi, this is Max from Homeland, New Jersey. And here's the recap of week two. Oh, so the Jets played... Okay, just Zach Wilson played crap though. Four interceptions. Our offensive line was okay. We had like two sacks. And then our running game was pretty good. So Zach Wilson played really crap. If Zach Wilson continues to play crap and have four interceptions every game, I think the Jets are drafting quarterback next year. And people are always the rookie. I mean, I understand Patriots, uh, secondary is really good and Zach and some of these interceptions weren't his fault. Like maybe like one or two were his fault. But if Zach Wilson just continues to play this bad, we might be drafting quarterback. Look at Josh Rosen. He played crap in 2018, got, and then they got Colin Murray. What happened? They played good. If Zach Wilson doesn't change, we're drafting quarterback next year. But I'm hope, looking forward to a game in De- at Denver. Hope Zach Wilson plays better and go Jets. Vinny and Peekskill, you're up next.
greatest teacher <laughs> in your in. <laughs> all right, that's enough impressions. In, in all seriousness, Zach will be fine. It's just a rough game. He'll bounce back. That's all. And go Jets. Ah. <laughs> uh. You guys kill me. <laughs> Matt, Matt in New Jersey wants to talk about the Wilson disrespect. Hey, Matt. It's Matt from New Jersey. Um, so that was a pretty rough game to watch. Um, I'm not going to get into any of the gameplay. I'm sure you'll make a video on that in the near future. My, The main thing I want to talk about in this call is the utter disrespect towards Zach Wilson um, in in no world should fans be booing the r- rookie quarterback in his second ever start in the NFL there is no reason for that I don't care if he throws 10 picks would I be upset of course but you don't take you don't the entire stadium should not be booing the rookie quarterback, the twenty two year old rookie, in his second NFL start. That is absurd. If you if you go to a Jets game and you boo the rookie quarterback, you're just what are you doing? Why do you think that's a good idea? He is learning, he is he's trying tra- trying to transfer his talent from college football to the NFL. It is a hard jump to make, and he needs all the help he can get, and being booed at his home stadium is ridiculous. I, you know, the four picks sucked. Don't get me wrong. He played a bad game, but there is no reason for him to be getting booed at home. No reason. Um, that honestly bothered me significantly more than the uh, the four interceptions. Um, so uh, you know, maybe I know I, I know you were at the game. Maybe you were uh, one of those people going. I I don't think you would be, but you know, no offense if you are, but I personally I I, I cannot get behind that. Um, let me know if you agree or disagree. Uh, go Jets. Yeah, I agree that I don't think it's fair to boo the rookie quarterback, or I don't think it's the right decision to to boo the rookie quarterback. I'm trying to think what I, I definitely so I I booed the non the the on the second play or whenever it was with the uh, turnover that that looked like an obvious turnover, but it wasn't being it wasn't able to be reviewed. I booed that. Um, I may have booed the decision to kick the field goal instead of go for the touchdown late in the game. Might have frustrated booed there. Again, I don't remember, but it's not like, I definitely wasn't like interception, boo, give me Sam back, boo. Because there was that. That's ridiculous. Um, I think it's very much so overreaction. Um, 
So I, I, I understand where you're coming from, Matt, and, and I agree. I think people are being way too harsh on, on just one game. I think people need to pump the brakes and take a step back a little bit here. Phil, he's got reaction. Let's hear from Phil, my man. Hey, Matt, it's Phil. Uh, glad to hear from you again. Um, sorry, I was gone for so long. Um, uh, I was at the game. Okay, I was at the game. And besides the traffic, it was one of the worst games I've ever been to. <laughs> traffic was um, bad. And that's saying a lot because I've seen some bad Jets games there. Um, I have three questions. First off, well, not really a question for the first one, but what's going on with Denzel Mims? I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, who doesn't want like a, what, 6'3", big, fast, wide receiver for their rookie quarterback? I don't get it. Especially a healthy scratch, I don't get it. Yep. Um, uh, the play calling, so bad. Uh, or at least from what I saw from the game, it was really bad. Uh, you talked about it earlier. The runs on the three runs in a row, bad. Yep. Um, which is a shame because I thought the running backs did very well. Um, and then the third one is not really a question, but it's a shame that Zach Wilson threw four interceptions because the and you talked about it earlier. The um, the web or the internet is going to go crazy about it, um, and it's it's upsetting because Zach Wilson. Look, I'm not. I, I want to blame him, and I don't want to blame him because. Two interceptions, I would say, were not his fault. You know, the wide receivers have to catch that. I think it was Corey Davis and another wide receiver. It was a tip. The fourth one, the fourth and the third one, I think, were very, very bad. Um, he threw it up for one of them. He threw it up for both of them. It was not a good game for Zach Wilson. Um, but I think I think you're right that I think the dinner is going to blow this out of proportion, which is weird because Trevor Lawrence is playing the exact same, and Peyton Manning had a very bad rookie rookie season. I'm not comparing Zach Wilson to Peyton Manning at all, but um, I'm just saying. And I think if you give Carl Lawson, I know totally different, different subject, but I think if you have Carl Lawson on that Jets defense, it's a total different game. Not saying the defense played bad, but I think Carl Lawson is was still and still is a huge blow to this uh, team. Um, good to hear from you again, Matt, and um, have a great a week. Really good call here, Phil. I agree with a lot of what you're saying. My biggest things, I agree. I don't understand the MIM situation. I just don't. I, I, I've heard their answers for it. I don't agree with it. I, I think it's a mistake. I agree there. I think it's a mistake. That doesn't mean that I hate Joe Douglas. doesn't mean that I hate Robert Sallet. doesn't mean that I hate LaFleur. I just disagree with this. It's okay. You're allowed to support someone and disagree. Apparently that's that's a whole that's a whole nother issue, um, and you're you're hundred percent right. It's not fair. Has Mac Jones done anything in his first two weeks that made you go, "Oh my god, wow, that was an unbelievable play"? No, he's played fine. He's been again. He's he's in a really good situation. Best coach in NFL history. A ton of weapons. A really good defense. They're not asking him to do too much. And he wasn't throwing the ball down the field. That all is all Dinkins dunk stuff in a running game. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. Again, the Patriots are putting him in a good position to succeed. The two worst teams in the league last year, the Jaguars and the Jets, are struggling with a young quarterback. It's, it's common sense, people. It's going to happen. There are going to be weeks where Zach looks bad. There's going to be weeks where Trevor looks bad. And I don't think either of them are bad quarterbacks. They're talented players. I don't think it was a mistake that Trevor Lawrence went number one overall because he has five picks through two weeks. I don't think it was a mistake 
that Zach Wilson went number two overall because he has five picks through two weeks. I don't think that Justin Fields was a mistake because he threw a terrible interception on one of his first 12 NFL passes or whatever it was. The overreaction is insane. And that's the biggest thing from this week for me, I think. That's my biggest takeaway. And Phil, that's my biggest takeaway from your call. Good to hear from you again, Phil. Jeremy, what do you got for me this week, buddy? Hey, Matt, it's Jeremy. Just uh, wanted to, I know it's pretty somber right now for us Jets fans, a lot of negativity. Um, I was just wondering uh, if your three positive takeaways, if you had had three positive takeaways, if they're mm. like mine. Here's three positive takeaways from um, what is now, um, uh, we'll just say last Sunday. Um, for me, number one is the improvement of the offensive line specifically. And we, I haven't seen the PFF grades, but I really want to see how it uh, panned out for ABT. A lot of people were already screaming bust on him last week. Um, and there was a lot of like disturbing video. Um, but, um, I'm guessing that when we see the actual ratings, I haven't gotten to rewatch the game or whatever, that it's going to be positive. The other thing is the emergence of Michael Carter. Um, I think, uh, on both sides of the ball, but really I'm saying running back. It okay. looked like, um, I'm not saying it has to be next week, but it looks like he's going to end up being our RB1. And I know that's not guaranteed. It's one game. But he looked really special, and it was really exciting to see. So for me, that was a positive takeaway. Um, I could throw in little ones like Elijah Moore looked better in his growing. He did. And he's going to grow into his role and everything. But my third key positive takeaway was the reemergence of C.J. Mosley. Um, yes. That it really was yes. just shaking off the rust, apparently, and it looks like he's getting back um, towards his old self. So I really like that, that look and that he had stepped up and done that. So those are my three takeaways. I'm wondering what yours are, and have a great week. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. As always, I'm going to go – I'm going to say the run game won because they, they were really bad in week one. They ran for 45 yards total. I think they had like 68 or something like that through the first maybe half or into the second quarter. It might not even been halftime at that point, but – point is they were running the ball and they were running it good um can i say the first half offensive line because i I thought they were terrible for the whole game pretty much against the panthers where this is only maybe half the game they were they weren't good in the second half i thought they really struggled but in the first half i thought they were giving zach some good pockets um so that'll be another one and i'm gonna agree with you on cj mosley man he looked really really good he was all over the field i was sitting up top at the stadium. So I kind of had like a bird's eye view and just seeing he was going sideline to sideline, making plays and in the backfield. And he was really, really good. You know what? I'm going to do another one just because why not? Secondary has been a lot better than what I thought it was going to be a lot better. Again, it's only been two weeks and it was against Sam Darnold and a rookie Mac Jones playing his second game, but I got to give him credit. They're playing good football right now. And there may be weeks where they struggle and that's fine. But I, I am happy with the defensive effort this week and for most of last week. Or the second half of last week, I'll say. So overall, yeah, there there are there are positives. I think Jet fans should be looking more at the positives here. Speaking of which, Devon is up next, and he wants to talk about the optimism versus the pessimism takes. Let's get into it, man. What's going on, Matt? It's uh, Devin from Nevada. Devin, excuse um, me. I gave you a call yesterday, and uh, I know that a portion of me was – Definitely salty about the outcome and the way that uh, yesterday went down. So 
forgive me for my lack of optimism yesterday, but today, you know, after having time to let things kind of sink in, I have, you know, a better outlook on the game uh, yesterday and just a few things I want to talk about. So, first of all, um, I guess on the bright side, I don't know how Zach Wilson could play much worse ever again. Uh, hopefully that was the worst game he'll ever have in his whole uh, NFL life um, because, yeah, I'm not sure how much uh, how it could get much worse than that. But uh, like I said, uh, another bright note is that the defense, in my opinion, looked awesome. Like uh, some of the best defense that we've seen uh, from from our Jets um, as of recent. You know, the the pass rush was there. I thought that uh, you know our tackling was better because in week one uh, I just saw way too many arm tackles, and you can kind of see the Robert Sala effect uh, taking a toll on our defense. Um, but something that I gathered from uh, yesterday's game is that, you know, this is the reason why fans wanted the Jets to get a backup quarterback like Nick Mullins, like Nick Foles, or even like uh, Josh Johnson like we had, just because it's, it helps out a rookie QB so much to go back into the locker room and have a veteran buddy to be like, hey, man, it's happened to me before, you know, happened to the best of us, or to go over film and everything like that. So, um, yeah, I think that, you know, what we're seeing kind of is really the lack of experience. And um, also the game offensive game plan definitely has to change up, man. So, um, yeah, no, those are just the things I wanted to talk about. And, uh, yeah, I think that um, I don't see how things could get much worse. But other than Zach, you know, the run game was good. Uh, the defense was great. And, um, yeah, I don't see how much we could get – how we could get much worse than this. So all my Jets fans, y'all hang in there, man. It is going to be maybe a rough season, but, uh, you know, it's not about the wins, right? It's about all the player development. And uh, I think you. that's something that uh, definitely can be a point of emphasis moving forward after today. Love the show, man. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. I love how you close that. Loved it. Could not have said any better about myself. It's not about the wins. It's about the development. And if for somehow, some way, this makes Zach Wilson better by taking his lumps and coming back stronger, and what? better off right because who at the end who cares to go five and 12 or six and ten or or, or sorry five, yeah five and 12 six and 11 seven and ten whatever they finish end up finishing this year they're not making the playoffs anyway right with any of those records so why not have it be the development time which then that brings it whole back to the whole mims conversation but that's we don't have to do that right now it should be all about the development, especially on the offensive side of the ball, just because of how bad it's been for how long it's been, too. Like, I'm not one of those people who's just, like, completely ignore the defense. Who cares? Give up 40 points a game. No, I'm not, I'm not like that. I'm really not. But when the Jets have been this bad on offense, you have to overcompensate. You have to use your first four draft picks on the offensive side of the ball, like what uh, Joe Douglas did this year. You have to. And you know what? They're, they're all young. They're the youngest team in the NFL. There's going to be highs. There's going to be lows this year. This last week was a low. It wasn't much fun. But they'll surprise you. There's going to be a game where Zach Wilson throws for multiple touchdowns, 300-plus yards, and looks like an absolute stud. We saw it in the second half of week one. Week two was really bad. He's got 15 more games to go in his rookie year. Let's not close the book on him just yet, please or on this team just yet for that matter. Thank you for that phone call. Jeff fans need to hear that one. Liam from Sayville is up next. Liam, what do you got, man? 
Hey, Matt. It's your boy here, Liam from Sayville. Haven't talked to you in a while, so it's always good to check in. I hope you're doing well, man. So I just want to talk about Braxton Berrios for a second. I promise you I won't be long. So I find myself liking Braxton Berrios a lot more than I like, than I think a lot of people do like him. Excuse me. Um, I feel like he gets a lot of hate, and, you know, he's pretty consistent. He seems to, like, always be open. He's always at the right place at the right time. He catches a lot of balls. I don't understand, like, why a lot of people hate him. Do you feel that way? And uh, just what are your thoughts on Braxton Berrios? I seem to like him, like I said, a lot more than a lot of other people do. But, uh, yeah, man, keep up the good work. You're doing a great job. I love listening to all your podcasts and uh, even your other videos that you put out. So thank, thank you. you. Hopefully you use the uh, question. And go Jets. Have a good one. Thank you, man. Here's, here's my thing with Berrios. If he is your fifth or sixth wide receiver, okay. I think there are five wide receivers better than him on the Jets. I think Mims is better. I'm sorry. I'd rather have Denzel Mims play. And I don't think he should be leading this Jets team in targets through two weeks. That's a little bizarre. Um, he's a he's a he's a good depth player. I I don't think he should be one of the main three. Or certainly not the number the your leading target guy. How many, how many targets did he have this week? I wrote it down and then another. Let me change my thing. Sorry, eighteen targets in two games, an average of nine targets a game for Braxton Berrios. And it's not just Braxton. I mean, why the hell does Ryan Griffin have eight targets through two games? Um. So yeah, I I think he again, I think he's a fine depth player, but you can't convince me that Barrios or Jeff Smith should be getting playing time over your twenty three year old wide receiver who's six three and runs runs a four three forty yard dash. I'm sorry, you just there's there's not a world where I could comprehend that. Um so hopefully that answers your question, Liam. Aaron in Illinois is up next. He's got some reaction on the game. Hi, man. Uh, this is Aaron from Illinois. And um, that game last night was absolutely just horrible, man. Like, I was not expecting Zach to be playing that bad, but I, I don't want to say that again. And um, honestly, uh, I'm not that excited for the rest of the season. I know it's only week two and all this other stuff, but I can't believe I'm saying this, about to say this, man, but we might go 0 4. Again, for the third straight year, I keep what I'm saying is the Broncos are playing too good, and the Titans, uh, they had a mod game to see out yesterday, man. So, honestly, we honestly we go 0-5, to be honest, against the Falcons, too. So, just uh, help give us some confidence back, man. See you later, man. Your confidence back is that a rookie quarterback played bad in his second ever NFL start. There's 15 more chances for him. And there were a lot of improvements in other areas. For instance, Michael Carter looked really, really good. The running game looked good. The defense had a strong showing. When you throw four interceptions, you can't win a game. And Wilson's not going to do that every every week. He's not. Will there be maybe be one or two more ugly games on the on the slate for him this year? There very well could be. But of the next 15 are, I don't know, four going to be excellent and you're going to feel really good about 10 of them. 
Yeah, probably. I would say yeah, probably, yeah. I think you're probably going to look at it. Four excellent games from Zach Wilson. Let's move it to eight you feel you feel good about. And then one or two more clunkers. I, I could live with that. Just, again, I've said it all episode long. There's going to be ups. There's going to be downs. Last week was not very good. Hype in the Bronx wants to talk about staying positive. Hey, Matt, this is Hype from the Bronx. Listen, man, first I want to start off by saying to everybody, it's still the beginning of the season. Let's have hope. Let's have faith. But there are a couple of concerns that I have. I want to know how you feel about it. Sure. First of all, I believe that the loss of Greg Knapp is really, really showing its face right now. Zach needed that experienced passing game coordinator. He, Salah needed that experienced coach on the sideline. I think um, LaFleur needed that experience that was there. The loss of Greg Knapp is really hurting us more than anything, in my opinion. Secondly, I'm very disappointed. The, the, I'm not disappointed in, in, in the rookie the rookie blues that's going on with the team. I'm disappointed with the lies that were told to us, which lured us in with Salah and Douglas, how they were going to take players and use their strengths in the system. That's not happening. It's not happening. You know, we're going to pick, we're going to pay players. Look what happens with Marcus May. We're going to use the strengths of our players. Look what what's happening with Denzel Mims. You know, don't, don't say one thing and then backpedal. Let, let's keep it going. This is what got you in here. This is what made people fall in love with you. Let, let, let's go. Let's go. And, and, for everybody out there, stay positive. It's early. Take care. Thank you. I love that message of stay positive. It's early. That's my biggest takeaway here too. Uh, and I understand some of the criticism that is coming the way from hype. Um, but but to that criticism, I will once again, I will respond with what hype ends with. It's still early. Let's get through this season. And I don't want to mean like get through. It's not the same get through as what 2020 get through was. It's let's just let's just play it out. Let's see how it goes. It's gonna be okay. I promise. Braxton Barrios Trutha, he's got reaction too. What's up, mate? It's Mikey from Philly, aka the Braxton Barrios Trutha. I had the displeasure of being at the opener this week with my father, Frankie from Brooklyn. All the way in the upper level, sweating our balls off. <laughs> that was Watching me too. Watching my guy, Zach Wilson, throw four picks. I know he's a rookie and these things happen, but not just the picks, the completions. A lot of them were bad throws, off target and was not hitting people in stride. Can you walk us through why his mechanics are off and what he needs to do to get better? Also, the lots at MetLife are terrible. It took us one hour to get out of the parking lot. So the, I don't know how yep. everyone deals with these lots. They're absolutely garbage. Anyway, go Jets. I, I, I said it earlier in this show, and I thought it the whole way home. There's no way I could do that eight-plus times a year. There's, there's just no way. If you do, more credit to you, man. Honestly, really more. I, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I, I could not deal with sitting in traffic trying to get to the George Washington Bridge and taking 
three and a half, close to four hours to get home. Could not do it. <laughs> it's frustrating. It really is frustrating. As far as it goes with the Wilson mechanics, I mean, look. That was it, he. He had a really bad game. It, it it happens. If he strings a bunch of those together, then yeah, you're worried. But were the mechanics that bad in week one? No. He was confused against the best coach in NFL history. I think that that's my best answer for you because normally Wilson has very good mechanics and a good release. We saw a lot of that in week one. Had a bad game. Bobby, California, wants to talk about freeing Denzel Mims. I agree. What do you got, Bob? Hey, what's up, Matt? This is Bobby from California. I got two words for you, okay? Are you ready? I'm ready. Free Mims. Dude, (laughs) oh my gosh. Nothing is driving me more crazy right now than the Jets. Even for the Jets, even Zach Wilson's four picks, I I can deal with that. He's going to take his rookie lumps, whatever, but it is ridiculous that we are not giving this guy an opportunity to develop, especially with his kind of talent. And listen, like, we don't need to throw a perfect ball to him. Like, he is a classic, like, security blanket, high point, a guy with really good speed. And, you know, like, we're not going to – I mean, it's okay that he doesn't know the entire route tree, in my opinion. I mean, I'm going to take him over Jeff Smith. I'm going to take him over Vincent Smith. I'm going to take him over Keelan Cole. I mean, he hasn't – I know he's a good receiver, but he hasn't produced for us yet. Like, I I am dumbfounded that we haven't given this guy a shot. And we've seen the athleticism. We've seen the potential. We've seen flashes. And it's just it just seems like a bad decision to me. So, anyways, free Mims, man. I, I really hope he gets on the field. He's an exciting player. And all the best to you, man, and go Jets. Bobby, there's nothing else I could possibly say. Because I, I I've said it all. It feels like I'm beating a dead horse. So I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you have that floor. You, you said it you said it perfectly. I agree. There's no reason for him to not be playing over Jeff Smith, Vincent Smith, Braxton. I get it. I agree. It's silly. And don't let the beat because they they try to put you down for having that opinion. <laughs> don't let them tell you otherwise. Let's close it out. Chris on Long Island, Wilson ups and downs. What's up, Matt? This is Chris from Reconcoma. So we all basically saw the Jets get their ass hands to them by Phil Belichick, as always. Nothing there. But I think some of these Jets fans need to pump the hate brakes. Back the rookie. He's got to have his ups and downs. He's got a hell of an arm. He does. And it is what it is. And also, I'm tired of hearing that we should have kept Sam Darnold. Take away Zach Wilson out of the picture. Darnold played his performance, and that's why we don't. We kind of got cut off at the end, but the point the point stands is that he's a rookie. I I feel like the theme of the entire episode today. Hopefully, you didn't get bored of it because I I feel like I kept saying he's a rookie. There's going to be ups and downs, but it's, it's it's the God's honest truth. And the Jets play another game in a few days. It's a very tough opponent against the Denver Broncos, against a really good defense. And you know what? If he comes out and doesn't play well, again, that's not the end of the world. We have a whole season. So no matter what, these crazy fans are coming out and telling you after two freaking games, everyone needs to relax. And that's episode 84. The Everyone needs to freaking relax. 
almost let one go there. Everyone needs to freaking relax. That's going to do it for me. I'm Matt O'Leary. Please make sure to subscribe wherever you get the show. It really helps me out a lot. I appreciate all the love and support from each and every one of you. Once again, it was a blast hanging out in the parking lot before the game. That much I loved. The actual game itself, not the best. Getting out of there, the absolute worst. And uh, I'm very much so looking forward to sitting on my couch this Sunday. Back in my spot. That's it. I'm Matt O'Leary. I'll talk to you next time.